And welcome into In oh. the Mix with Mike. Coming in with the heaters. Episode number two, coming in with some Metro. Season two, episode two. What's up? We in here. What's up? My great co-host, good, Jose. Bro. To my right, our special guest tonight, We got Jared. G in the building, bro. Jared McKinney Glad, here. Pleasure to be on the podcast. We're in the building. A-K-A-G. That it is. You guys, you guys put any parlays in tonight? We did. Or at least I did. Oh, I no. I, I think you did as well. Uh, I probably need to make one in the middle of this podcast. So <laughs> I'll have to multitask. You miss every shot you don't take. This is a fact. For sure. I, I did. Uh, I took the uh, the Celtics over to E tonight. That's I going on too. Behind us here in a live episode, I guess, if you will. Yes, yeah, technically live yeah, because, you know. We're live. Yeah, it's live. It's another, live. another episode in the stew as well. Not the embassy here in the studio. Yeah. So let's uh let's get right into it, Jose. I am not gonna I'm not gonna review too much. The Eagles defeated the New York Giants on Saturday night, thirty eight to seven. What happened? I mean, all this talk about yeah, we're coming into Philly and a lot of a lot of talk coming into this game, but the Eagles were, were too much for the Giants. They're too dominant, bro. Yeah, I'm not I'm not gonna review too much. It just looked like the Eagles they came to play and uh, no, it's just the, the Eagles are just the best team. Yeah, out right now besides the Bengals, but bro, they. They just don't have any holes in their offense, their defense, their special teams, coaching. Like, yeah, we lost to the better team, to the best team in the NFL today. So, I mean, we made it there. We made a, we won a, a playoff game. Yeah, it's been what? It's been a while. Years. Yep. So you know, clawing in there. You know, Danny Dimes is making gradually. He's becoming a better quarterback for the team. The system is looking good for both of them, for him and um. Saquon, you know, defense is looking strong. So, you know, all around as a season is a win. Yeah. Would I have liked to see them win that game? Absolutely. But you know what? You just lost it about a team, you know. Yeah. So. And and that's the thing. You guys won a playoff game on the road in Minnesota. You know, Saquon had a great season. Daniel Jones had a great year. Yeah, you know, everything was going pretty good for the year. Like, yeah. like I said, when we this season won, you know, we did our predictions. I didn't have him winning five games. Look at him now. Playoff game, so yeah. you know this was a uh, how would I say a contract season for for Danny Dimes. So yeah, he balled out. You know you could definitely tell that the chemistry there with his coaches. You know mm. he definitely brings out the best in Danny Dimes because you know a lot of people, especially me, were like yo, this guy's just not it. He doesn't have the it factor. Like he doesn't wow us, and now he's averaging like. 20 yards rushing, you know. Yeah. He's moving the ball. He has Saquon to hand it off to. You know, they just look like an all-around good team, you know. You Shit is progressing, and I can't be mad at that. You want to talk about a good team, though? How about the Birds, though? First play of the game, you look at Jalen Hurts, cheap shot, Devontae Smith, everybody did their part. The Birds I think look that, good. that particular play was what? <clears throat> it's going to be interesting to see how. They set the tone with that one. It goes in the next game, but they look phenomenal there on Saturday. And if they play like any anything like that in the next two games, like I said, I, I said it at the beginning of the year. It's funny, you said season one, you m- predicted the Giants not even having more than five wins. And I we, said Eagles-Chiefs in the Super Bowl, and there's a good chance that could happen. No, no chance in hell. Well, we'll get there. So the Eagles advance against the Giants. Gee, uh, any, anything you want to you wanna say on that Eagles-Giants game? Your take on it? Um, I mean, I figured the outcome of the game was going to be where it was. I mean, by halftime, wasn't it like 28 28- to seven. seven it was by halftime so that's wow. when I kind of I clocked out mentally like after that I, I didn't even watch the rest of the game but like I it was an ass whooping bro yeah it was just like what yeah. it wasn't even worth it I'm more excited to see and watch the Eagles game like that's coming up yeah because they're gonna play San Francisco San Francisco yep and I mean that Brock Purdy is coming off of like <laughs> an insane like finish of the season like more or less like the regular season Nick Foles. Like he came in like yeah. off of an injury from like star Yo, two. He's a third string quarterback. A example, like, yeah, like of course. But now like he actually had an opportunity to lead the team during the regular season into the playoffs. What 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 he played like two games in the regular season or something I, like that. I think it was a little bit more because he yeah he, he played a couple yeah but he was be, because he was, he was a third string because, it wasn't uh, much yeah because they brought in own. Jimmy G uh, shout out Jimmy G and then he got hurt after yeah. the starting quarterback that was there Trey Lance Trey Lance, Trey Lance. first game of the week uh, year yeah yeah uh, the week one and then yeah. he got Garoppolo yeah. later on yep and then and he, he came on down. after Garoppolo went down just imagine that like when they ask you like yo how did your season start well 
But yeah, I, I just think yeah, I think that game is gonna just be insanely competitive and a good yeah. ass game. They played each other before too. Yeah, 49 and Jalen Hurts lost to him, forty-two, forty-three, in, in college. college. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, that's right. Billy did mention 30. that Oklahoma versus Iowa, Iowa State. State. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. but I think he had with three touchdowns in that game too. If, if you go to the 49ers, their win against the Cowboys, that defense just that's where I think the matchup's gonna be tough for the Eagles. They have to go. You know, how did they run the ball against Joey Bosa and, and those guys up was front it for the, the 49ers? Was it just really that good, or just Dak Prescott just does what he does and just fumbles the bag every yeah. single time? I, I definitely think Dak made two bad throws in that game. He made but it 49ers, easier. at exactly. the end of that game, like, look at what they did to Ezekiel Elliott on the last play of the game. Just steamrolled him, <laughs> big hit, just like... I want to talk about that play, like, who put that play together? Why do you have Ezekiel <laughs> Elliott at yeah. the center position? Yeah, can we talk about that final play of the game? Because, th- first of all, first Gee, of all, they played, came you out played, in a cr- you, played, you played football in yeah, college. Yeah, first of all, they came out in a crazy-looking formation, and I think that's when they called timeout, right? They, like, went, they, they called yeah. a timeout, and then they came back on the field. And, and they had him at center. And then they had him at center. Yeah. He just got decked. Bro, he got sat down, bro. Like, he just literally, like, excuse me, move out the way. Yo, literally. Literally. Uh, and then Bro. you dump it off. And then the guy that caught the ball. I'm just saying, when you have smacked. a receiver like CeeDee Lamb, like, at least, like, I, like, I feel like a receiver at least deserves a chance to get a Hail Mary once Anybody like, Just so throw the ball down the yeah. field and just see what happens. The yeah. worst that's going to happen is it's going to be an interception. They even put the or a, a P.I. too, you know? Uh, yeah, pass exactly. interference. Like, like, spot that, foul. Yeah. You could put... You could put defensive players that could jump out the gym and go get that rock. Yeah. Facts. It's, it's been done many times where they put a... Defensive player to go get a jump ball. Yeah, yeah. I mean that play was just worst terrible. case. Even if you don't get to the end zone, you never know. You catch it, you throw it forward. It's it's just like better than whatever pass, that was. Honestly. Yeah, you gotta you gotta give yourself a chance there. He wasn't even trying to throw it there. And not only that, your is it that that your kicker had... can't make a can't make an extra point. Let's face it, he has. Yeah, yeah. That guy was just Bill Maher. Yeah, what? He's cut, bro. Where you going? Not... What's going on there? Uh, you know, always, always trying to like throw positive vibes out in the world and 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 move with the best intentions. But man, Bill Maher, like he missed three, four in a row. Luckily, the the Buccaneers are playing like absolute dog crap that game. But when the Cowboys played the Buccaneers last week, he missed four field goals in that one extra game. Po- extra points and field yeah. goals. I think I think it was both. No, I think he missed three extra points and a field goal. Well, Dallas <laughs> scored first in that in that. In that game, yeah, Dallas was up and like over got, twenty points to nothing, and then in he the got his, then he got it blocked. Yeah, he missed three the first game in a row, made the fourth one, and then the first one of this game. Like you just when when things like that happen, like you already know is is bound for things to go bad. Mm-hmm. It was just like the play with the, the Seahawks and um, the Broncos. Oh no, no, uh, are you talking about the Vikings no, no, no. with Blair Walsh when he missed no, that? No, I'm just talking about in general, like one bad play, like oh, okay, first drive. Okay. It just throws everything off. Like when the Seahawks played the Broncos, it was the Russell, safety. Yeah, it was Russell Wilson versus Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning first play ball gets chucked in the air behind him. Yes, for the safety. After that, they can they never Blown get out. back yep. into the game. Like it's plays like that that literally could tell you like, yo, shit is going left, and yeah. that's exactly where it went because they just yeah. got steamrolled. And then offensive calling was terrible. They were feeding Ceedee Lamb whole first half, yeah, and then they just went away from him. I don't yeah. know if he was locked up or it was just... He yeah, a couple CD Lamb was open the entire game. Yeah. He's always open. They if you just uh, see the way that he runs his routes, like, CD Lamb is a top five receiver in the league this year, oh, in my opinion. 100%. It's just, un- like, the, the Cowboys had a pretty decent year, not a difficult schedule, but, like, CD's going to work no matter what team he goes you, to. Yeah. What do you do with Dak Prescott? Do you yeah, move forward with him or, like... I don't know. I'm not, like... I'm not a huge Dak Prescott fan. I don't know. He hasn't really like wowed me, and I'm pretty sure he, like, he, he was one, injured for like a couple games towards the beginning I of the think season. He missed, like, right? Yeah, for six games. Yeah, because they had uh, what was the name? Uh, the other guy was it Moore? I think or Cooper Rush. I'm sorry. Yeah, I someone like Rush, him. Yeah. But I, I I heard some statistic he like, came the in, other week that like Dak Prescott like threw just as much interceptions as he yeah. did. Like more Dak Prescott threw more interceptions than any other quarterback in the league. And he threw like three And he was injured for like a couple games. And like that's threw, a, and out of those picks it was like four of them was like pick six to the house. Yeah. <laughs> and the two that hurt <laughs> And just when they got something going towards the end of half, I mean Paul 
Tony Pilar losing him. He went down. That hurt. Yeah, yeah, that was a big. I used my hundred and fifty dollar free bet from Fanduel (laughs) and him scoring a touchdown at any point. The odds were amazing. So I was like, I'm the only person that didn't get that free bet, and I bet every night. I I just saw it and I threw it on Tony Pollard, and he gets injured that game. Put hundred fifty on him. It was a free bet, so I didn't. You know. It was like whatever. Could you throw a fifty piece, not a whole hundred and fifty. No, it it only said it was like a like a special or something. Oh, okay, so you had to put up the whole. Yeah, yeah, it was like I had to do the whole one fifty. Shit. And then if that. I won, I would have gotten four fifty, minus the one fifty. It was weird. It was a weird bet from Fanduel. You don't get the free. You don't get the. You have to. You don't. You don't yeah, get, you don't the, get free the one fifty. Amount. You have to, yeah, you have to yeah, bet that. Yeah. And until you earn like whatever the. Uh, the bet a profit is you keep the profit, but you don't get that original. Yeah, you don't get the one fifty yeah. bet. It's like I think it's like the same thing. It's like even if it's a ten dollar free bet, like if you hit the bet, Should you don't get that ten dollars. Mc... You have no, to. No, that's no. only in credit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Should have did a McCaffrey profit. anytime touchdown before the game. Facts. That's what I did. Speaking of McCaffrey, that's a guy we have to stop because Purdy loves it. You know, he loves quick passes to Kittle. Kittle's big. He's tough to stop. But then yeah. they could run the ball with McCaffrey. I need a Sam Reddick well, there. I need Hassan Reddick making plays. I need the birds. I need the link. I need everything popping. Get after Who's the Purdy. other running back? Make on sure the 49ers. he knows he's in is Philly. Elijah Mitchell. Mitchell, yeah, yeah Mitchell. He's, he's tough, tough too. Yeah. yeah, he's super. They tough. have a great team because not only that, you're inside. You could work the ball inside the line with Kittle, and then you could run it with McCaffrey or pass screen stem. And then outside, they have weapons with Debo. You know, hit him on a jet sweep. Hit him over the middle. Hit him deep. Ioko's or Ayuk's uh, good. Yeah, I think his name is Brandon Ayuk. Yeah. If, Forgive me with the pronunciation, but he's he's phenomenal. Does, does this game like three o'clock put, Sunday? I'm ready for it in the lake. Does Go this birds. game put what you call it on blast? Uh, what's hmm. his name? Ezekiel Elliott. How so? He couldn't get anything, bro. Oh, you're talking about Sunday's after, game? After Pollard went down, like he couldn't move the chains. Like I'm pretty sure yeah. he got a couple first downs, but besides that, they couldn't run the ball at all. Not only that, but it it's exposes a, him. Bro. It, like, it does. It definitely that, does. You're not it, that good anymore. Yeah, it makes the time kind of show. He's not the Cowboys' main running back anymore. Because if he was, I think he would have been able to step up in that situation and kind of rise to the occasion. But well, he didn't step up. He no. didn't step up at all. I, I still think that you got to think. It's about just it. what the Cowboys do, bro. They just fumble the bag every single time. With a team like not for nothing, like the last five years, they've had a lot of talent, bro. And they got rid of what you call it, um, Cooper. Cooper Cup. No, no, uh, Amari Cooper. Uh, Amari Cooper. Amari Cooper. Yeah, yeah. He could have been big in Cooper that game. <laughs> yeah, I mean, hey, for the, the for the Forty Niners, they got they got the birds. For the Cowboys, they're going home another year. But hey, a better season for them, for what it's worth. But we'll see what kind of yeah, moves yeah, they yeah. go in the off season. They just got to move away from that. Bring back the the the. Cooper Rush. Or uh yeah, Cooper Rush, yeah. He, he was had balling great, with him. He had some great he was playing really well, that's Give what I was saying. Shot. Yeah. Dak Prescott has been to the stage several times and several times and he has shit the bed, bro. Uh, moving from the NFC to the AFC, let's talk about your boy Joe Barrow. The best quarterback in the league. Bengals cooked the Bills on Sunday. Wasn't even like any competition. <laughs> Chase bro. looked fantastic. I'm surprised the Bills didn't give him more of a fight, but if you look at the last couple games kind of leading in from the Patriots to the Dolphins, it wasn't commanding victories. The Bengals were able to have a commanding victory here. They look good. They played the Chiefs on Sunday in Kansas City. Mahomes and the Chiefs beat the Jags, but Mahomes goes down early in the game, high ankle sprain. It looked bad. It doesn't look like if he plays in this game, he'll be 100% or anything close to it, so mobility is going to be tough. The Bengals are hot right now. They own the Chiefs. They beat them the last three times. And they came back in the AFC Championship down 18 last year at halftime to beat them. This is the rematch in Kansas City, 630. I was like, I'm going with the Bengals on this. They look like they are the team in the AFC. They're hungry to get back to the Super Bowl. They've proven it. I'm taking the Bengals over the Chiefs. Even though I picked the Chiefs at the beginning of the year, I'm just going to be honest with you. This is who I think is going to win the game. There's like superstars, and every superstar has their boogeyman. Hmm. You just run into that one particular team or that one particular player, bro, and you just can't you can't get over the hill, bro. And for some reason, Joe Barrow has his number. He has Patty's number. Like, it's gonna be tough though. The Chiefs will give him a hard time. It is in Kansas Why City. Why you say it's game? tough? I've, I've whipped your ass three times in a I, row. I know, ready. but it's still that. It's, and you're it's, on one foot. But you got to think about it like this: you got to beat that same team four times in a row. Not only that, another game in Kansas City. You never know what could happen. What happens if you know? Burrow goes down. It's a quick, 
Well, listen, I'll God tell forbid, you, you know, something like you that. This. You never know what could happen. So if, if Patty can't stay on that field for four quarters, there is no way in hell. Oh, obviously, yeah. There is no way in hell Chad Henney hell no. is going to do anything with Joe Burrow. I can't see and that. Yo, shout that. out Chad Henney. Yeah, fact, he played great. He, he came in and played great against the Jags, though. Don't get it wrong. And another thing is, like, their defense is not up to par. I don't think they can guard up with Cincinnati. Yeah, Cincinnati's Higgins, tough. Jamar Chase, Joe Mixon, who is a fucking animal. Yeah. Over mm-hmm. 100 rushing mm-hmm. yards last game. Mm-hmm. Joe Mixon he, is tough. He went crazy. Yeah. How do you guard that? Yeah. You have the play action. Yep. You have the running game. Yep. You have the shotgun where he just dominates from. What do you do with that? And not Kansas only, City gives up a lot of points. Joe Burrow is so confident, though. It's just the way he moves is different. He's got the whole team believing in them. The Bengals look good. Again, only lost the Super Bowl last year by three points to Aaron Donald at midfield off a sack. Wasn't a bad way He's to go. He's coming back for that bad. I, I think... Man, if the birds play the Bengals in the Super Bowl, that would be crazy. Yeah, chill. Let's 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 focus on one game there's at no, a time. There's no let's, team. Let's get past San Fran. We'll we'll worry about that one. Right now, the only team that could possibly match up with the Bengals defensively, you're gonna say San Fran. It's San Fran. I know because the matchup is is favorable. That's more of a matchup in terms of like you know consistency. But I just think the birds are just so high powered offensively. No, for sure, absolutely. And that's what I think will be all right, but. Uh, we'll see what happens. Pass rushing is we'll is what's crucial. I think the 49ers offense is gonna like. I I feel like they're gonna expose mm. the weakness in Philadelphia. But you're. You I I agree with you. I think offensively, the Eagles are pretty solid too. So it's just like at the end it'll of the be a good got, game. At the end of the day, you gotta get a stop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You just gotta get one stop. Mm. And. Let's let's, let's, do let's, let's do yes, it. Let's do it. Let's do some picks. Honestly, we did it before uh, last week's game. I'm gonna I'm gonna go out with the the birds, and I'll take the Bengals. I say the Eagles play the Bengals in the Super Bowl. That's all I'm picking. Who you got? Uh. Well, I know you're. What you're gonna take the Bengals? You're gonna take. I the... want to see Philly there so bad. I do. Who you got? I definitely do. But I just think that defense is just gonna. It's gonna do a lot of damage, bro. The pass rushing is good. You know, bird. Another and weekend I, against look, the birds. Their 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 run is great with McCaffrey, right? And Mitchell, like they can move the ball. They can throw it to both of them. You guys' weakness. If you did have any weakness, it would be the the run defense. Most of the games where y'all y'all had to fight back or. Teams got above y'all was when they were running the ball. It wasn't throwing. I'll give the you ball. that with Kamara, but I mean, yeah. no hurts in the lineup. You know, I get it. Okay. So running the ball is like definitely like the one small hole that you have in your team. But besides that, if y'all can stop McCaffrey, there's no shot they can beat. Hassan Reddick, my boy, come they, on. They won't be able to beat y'all. Mm-hmm. So who you got? I'm going San Fran. Oh, so you got San Fran and the Bengals in the Super San Bowl. Wow, like an old school one. You taking San Fran? And Bengals? Yeah, that's who I would choose. Oh man! All right. Well, I hope. Hey, we'll see. I'm just, I don't know. I just, I really like, I think Brock Purdy is going to yeah, take it to a Super Bowl this year. You know, you, you know how you just get that feeling? Like, I wish it wasn't the Eagles that, you know, I had to go against in making, like, that decision. On but just pack. like the Eagles, I just think he's going to make it there, bro. Just like the Eagles have. And then he's going to lose to Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow's going to run it back, just like Jose said. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. so. He's going to so, run it back, and he's going to take it. He take knows what he home. has to do, and he... He makes the right plays at the right time. He doesn't force anything. He doesn't turn over the ball. When he needs to rush, he rushes. If he needs to take a sack, he'll take a sack. Like his IQ is gradually just getting better and better. Yeah, no. And that's why you can say in the next two to three years, he will be the face and the best quarterback in the league. Mm. You can say Patty's more flashy and makes a more prettier plays, but when it comes to quarterbacking and just sitting in the pocket. And reading defenses and making the right passes. And leading. And leading your team. It has to go to Joe Barrow, bro. And I don't take anything away from Patty. I don't. But guess what? Patty, you've been that guy with the talent with all the weapons around you. Now you're facing someone just as good as you mm. with weapons around him. And it's, it just so happens that, you know, he's going to have to face him on an injury. So the fans lose on that. But as of right now, that's his boogeyman, like. You have to give it to Joe Burrow. We're gonna see. It's gonna be first a great season. It's gonna be a great season, weekend of football. First season, he went down 
tore his blew out his knee. Yeah. He was gonna win rookie of the year. Next season comes back, goes to the Super Bowl. Look at him now, bro. Trying to there's trying nothing to be a Super you can Bowl take away winner. from him. No. And we're not even gonna talk about what he did in college for LSU. Let's well, see what he does. Bro, he's just he's him. He's him Duncan. <laughs> he's him Jones. <laughs> That's him, bro. He's just he's the guy right now. Hemi Hans. Chad Henney? Mm. Chad Henney? Don't say it. Let's see what Mahomes does. Let's see. Let's let's get him in four quarters. The pressure is coming to Patty, bro. Every single time. They're going to send him. How do you stop him? You literally have to dismantle his body, right? Yeah. (sighs) For what it goes, like, he makes the plays. He's always around. He gets you winning drives. Yeah. So to stop him, (laughs) you literally have to, like, get him off the field. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying, like, put a bounty on him or that's anyone's objective or motive to go out and hurt another player or attack a weakness. But if he's hobbled and he can't run... You, yeah, they're going to be gunning yeah, for yeah, that. Yeah, they're coming. Yeah, they're coming. They're coming heavy. That's but. why his coach took him out. Like, yo, listen, you got to step out on this one. You got to let anything possible <laughs> come over and take over the game, which he did. You know, he had a big, big drive where he drove down the ball. They scored. Put him over a nice cushion, you know, two possessions, and they found ways to get a stop and win yeah. that game. But that won't happen against the Bengals. It's not. I don't think it will either. I think the Bengals should. should Joe play. Burrow is just—he's just a different guy, bro. He's oh. not Dak. He's not. No, he no. walks different. He moves different. Yeah, bro. <clears throat> you can just see, like, when you see him walking in the building, like you see confidence, you see swagger, like yeah. He's him. Eagles 49ers, 3 o'clock on Sunday. Bengals Chiefs, 6.30 Sunday, back-to-back. Championship Sunday. We'll see who goes to the Super Bowl on that avenue. Who's going to Disney World? We'll, we'll see. We'll Who's see. going to Disney World? So do we, you see, do you, do you, can you envision Philly losing? I don't even, don't even speak that into existence. Don't even say that. I I'm can't. Not, I, I mean, saying. like, yeah, sure, because like anybody could, anybody could beat anybody on any given day, especially in the NFL, and like the 49ers are a good team. And defense wins championships, bro. They, obviously, they're coming, but I, I just feel like the birds, you know, in Philly. How, how did Brady win his first three chips? That place is going to be rocking. Defense field though. goals. How did Eli win his two chips? Defense. Hmm. When you just have the best yeah, defense in the league, bro. Defense wins championships, like. Look at with the with the Seahawks and the Broncos, number one defense versus number one offense, who won? The best defense. Hmm. It's just in any sport, defense wins championship because we all can score. We all have the ability to to compete at a high level and produce points. But can you get that one stop? Can Kawhi guard Kawhi? Think about it. I like how you said that. Like how you said that. Let's transition from the NFL. On to maybe the NBA. Jose, I want to talk a little bit of NBA here. Uh, that's kind of the midway point in the season. Obviously, it's been kind of stagnant. There hasn't been too much movement. It's been but a I want to dry talk about NBA season. Kind of, but the Lakers made somewhat of a move that I want to talk to you about. They go out and they sign your boy yesterday out of the Wizards. Which was a steal. Right? That was robbery. Like, how do you give up such a talent? Achimata, like I believe, is his uh, yeah, pronunciation. You give up such a talent like that for, like, I think they gave up two no, second. They rounds. gave up none, though. I think the Lakers and none, which was a bad move. Yeah, none was, you know, great off the bench, and he, he gave you that three ball, which LeBron needs on his offense. Yeah, but then again, it's like you need a stretch four, you need a stretch three. That's what I want to talk about. What kind of big moves do you think in the NBA season needs to happen? Like, what do you think is going to happen around the Lakers? Did they maybe in Right now, off season, do they get rid of AD? Uh, what of, kind of as big of moves? Right now, as of right now, there's literally nothing the Lakers can do to add pieces to say, all right, we can contend. Okay. If they're going to win, they're going to win off the strength of Braun carrying the team and possibly AD coming back. Yeah. But there's no one out there that you can trade for. And not only that, the Lakers don't have no assets to trade. Yeah. They don't have star players on the floor. They don't have anyone on the bench. They only have one protected first round pick, which they're holding on to dear life. They don't. They they handcuffed. Mm-hmm. There's nothing they can do. So there's there's no moves that can be done for me to say, yo, all right, LeBron can compete for the chip. Can they make it to the playoffs at least with LeBron? I mean, they're yeah. I think any. I think the playoffs is up for grabs for anyone because I think like ten teams. The Lakers maybe, are like obviously. 
the Lakers are like the 12th seed, 13th seed, and they're only like what six games behind that one playoff. Yeah, we could we could play in game. Let's get that fact checked actually. So the Lakers are 12th in the standings, one game behind the Warriors. Hold the exactly. last spot Look, of ten. The Warriors were champion, then they they're fully stacked with their team. Mm-hmm. Everyone's back. I think Curry's a little injured or whatever the case may be. Yeah. But no, I mean they're not in the playoffs. You switch it. So like, if you look at the, the NBA and how many teams do make the playoffs, twenty because ten and ten, right? Yeah. <clears throat> do you think that it's too many teams that make that playoffs, or do you think it should go back to eight as it was, or do you like how many they have the playing games in a sense? You know. Well, it's it's hard to say. Like, is it too many teams? Like, of course the fans want more, yeah. more games. Yeah. Right. TV deals want more money, want more yeah. revenue, so. For us to say like it's gonna come, we should have less games or less teams. That's not gonna happen. Like maybe back to eight as it was the original plan. Though, do you like it where it is at ten? That playing game. I, I like it at ten. Okay. It, it makes it competitive for like one team to. It's like the wild card. Like yeah. You have one team, one game. Okay. Get in. Yeah. Those games are big, bro. I wanted to see just how your take was that because it seems like not only that the NBA, MLB, NFL, all these teams, all these leagues respectively too much are expanding. Yeah. That they're missing out on. Yeah. Like, it's more of that entertainment of part of that business. Like, look at the NBA Finals, like, NBA Playoffs. Yeah. They stretch one series into, like, two weeks, bro. Yeah. That's that's insane. Like, why is it taking two weeks to finish one series off? Why are they trying to stretch the revenue? They're trying to give players more rest. Yeah. And I was, uh, I forgot who, what I was watching. I think it was on YouTube. They were saying, like, it's crazy how the NBA now... It's so advanced in, like, technologies and specialists and physicians and all that stuff, right? And the injuries are, like, skyrocketing compared to in the league when it was Jordan and Shaq and Kobe and mm. Karl Malone and all these guys where it was a much stronger defenses, players were way bigger, heavier, more physical. And you see guys right now, like, oh, I can't play, I tore my Achilles or... I popped a hamstring or yeah. my groin is too tight. Like they say like the average percentage for like groin injuries in the NBA has skyrocketed. Non contact injuries it's I like, feel like how are do you higher. have so much yeah. technology and like you literally have a team for every player watching you, they tape you up, everything. You have these therapists and physios, for some reason, yeah, everything. The NBA looks like they're made out of toilet paper, bro. Yeah. AD is one of the best players, like, healthy. He is top five best players in the league, but I, hands down. And he's as soft as toilet paper, bro. But I think it's it's such a – I feel like it kind of works for and against because – What are that, you doing in the offseason? Yeah, but, see, that's the thing. Back in the day, you know, obviously teams were, like you said, biz- bigger, more physical, you know. It seems like now there's more non-contact injuries, and maybe that is because of how many more games they are playing the back in the day too. You know, expanding more teams in the playoffs, more playoff games, longer seasons. Yeah, but you don't even play double headers. Yeah, anymore. but they're also playing a lot in the off season. Like Luca never took a day off. He went over and played overseas. You know, what there's more money doing? involved. What I is think, he doing that all these other athletes aren't doing? Oh, so with Luca, Luca, well, he's just a different breed. He plays like, we're looking forty at. minutes a game. 57 games out of this season. Yeah, but he's a different I mean, breed than AD, you know, somebody like that. He's a foreign player. They just play different. Yeah. They're more physical, but you have the best players. Like, See, but this is why no... I appreciate players like John Morant, somebody that's just is going out of his way to just plays for the love of the game. I see a guy that doesn't fear injury, doesn't matter, you know, what injuries it's he's done he before. he hasn't experienced a bad injury yet. Yeah, but he took a big one in the playoffs, like not get, missing a chance to try to get the Warriors who went on the winning championship. Not like able tearing to, your, tearing to go through ACL, that. Tearing your MCL, popping an Achilles. Those are injuries, your brother. Like, no matter how good of a trainer you have with you or how good you have physical therapy, bro, you will never be the same, bro. Because mm. I've had two knee surgeries, bro, and it's not even about like getting back to 1,000%, bro. It's just a mental thing. Yeah, bro. that it happened. It's just you can't that that hump to get over is like you know what it's gonna how long it's gonna take you out for. Yeah. You know how much you lose. You know how painful it is, how stressful it is. Mm. Like you just change your whole game. Yeah. And there's nothing you can do. Like that's a mental game that you have to go throughout your whole career is like, damn, 
I blow this ACL again. My friend is cooked. That's probably what KD's I'm thinking. losing a lot of deals. Damn. I'm going to lose a lot of money. I may potentially lose out on a big payout. Everything, yeah. So everything changes. And not only that, it's like the NBA is a shooter's league. Yeah. Now, men are not getting posted up like that. They're not giving their back to the board and back to more down. offense, yeah. Now, if a center's eating, he's either getting a defensive or offensive rebound, putting it back up, or he's getting a lob. Yep. You don't see him come feed me down low. That doesn't happen in the league no more. Why? Because the game is just changes much faster. It's less physical. You can't touch anybody. Like, all sports is going that way. Like, just take all the equipment off. Like, NFL, just do two-hand touch. Yeah. NBA, you can't even touch a person. Somebody flop called. It's just, it's just bad, bro. Like, you take so much away from the game. And I feel like the more you take away from the game, the more injuries occur. And like you mentioned, most of these injuries are non-contact injuries. So is it that you're not training in the off season? You're not training at all. You don't stretch. Something's up. Yeah. Because there's no reason why the best players in the league are missing 40, 50 games. Well, I think it's also that mindset. You know, we had there was a couple of years ago where it was just like who was sitting out during the regular Kawhi season. Kawhi Leonard. He yeah. missed a whole season. Yeah. There's there's a different. There's also a different way, like you said, that entertainment. You know, aspect where I feel like a lot of players, you know, Our also may, back. yeah, they may well, they may say we're gonna take the night off. Maybe I gotta, you know, there's other things that they may want to get to. Star players can have the luxury of saying, hey, "I'm gonna take the night off." Like I don't, you know? mind, I don't mind players taking a day off because everyone needs a day off. It don't matter what you do, what your profession is. Yeah, everyone needs to check out sometime. But for athletes, I feel like if you are gonna take a night off, take a night off at home. Yeah, don't not take on the a road. night. Of, don't take a night off on the road where those fans pay top dollar, top dollar to go out and see to see you on the bench. Like they only you see you once a year. Yeah, too. yeah, exactly. Like if Braun or KD or John Moran, like yeah. take those games off at home where your your regulars come to see you. All right, we seen him forty times this year. So yeah, if we especially don't see him non-conference tonight, games. Yeah, you know? we don't see him today. Like it's cool, whatever the case may be. But for those big marquee matches, like. On a Tuesday, on a Thursday, on a Friday night, and you taking a night off, like, come on, bro, like, yeah, it's disrespectful to the game. It's amazing how the game has changed from the way it was in the nineties. It's soft, it is bro. Now. It's fucking soft. It's soft, bro. Mm. In every sport, mm. baseball, basketball, football, they're changing the the rules for everything. Excuse me, everything to be more offensive driven. Yeah, switching it up to baseball. Baseball just removed the the shift. Yeah, we talked about that last week. So yeah. now you get more hits. Yep. Now you don't have four people in front of you if you're a left-handed hitter trying to hit to right field. You don't have four fielders there. You know how hard that is to get a ball in between all those fielders? Yeah. Like, is there, baseball's already hard, isn't it? Baseball's the only sport where you literally fail 80% of the time. If you bat for 300, that's a great season. You failed 70% of the time. That's a failing season. So now you add that shift, you make it worse for a lot more players, especially left-handed hitters. Cause like now you just shift everything over, like you take away from the game. So like, often drives ticket sales. Yeah, it's just it is what it is, bro. Like people want to come see three pointers. They want to see fast breaks. They want to see dunks. They want those excitement plays. Yeah. In football, like people want to see that, but the injuries are just so bad that like yo, yeah. we have no choice but to change it. Yeah. So all sports is just going. Offensive driven, like don't touch anybody. Yeah, we don't want anyone to get hurt. But yet the injuries are all the way up. It's also that entertainment of just the offense, you know, as you said. You of know, course, like it's a fans. show. You're paying for yeah, entertainment. Exactly. Like. And let's transition with entertainment to our, you know, guest that we have here in the studio. Yeah, Jared. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, Jared yeah. knows something about that entertainment, uh, especially with sports. So especially with only fans. I don't know about that one. I'm kidding. Snip <laughs> that. <laughs> <laughs> so, Jaron, uh, you do yeah, uh, video content, video creation. Uh, gee, we're like uh, we talked a little bit about last week. We're gonna have you on our other podcast, but we want to have you on here. Uh, just yeah, because he's an athlete. Like you course. can give us a different perspective. Like yeah, see me, and Mike. Mike was a golfer, a basketball college. player too. As well, did you high play school. high school? In high school, right? Yeah. I didn't play any sports in college, so yeah. I can't talk for nothing in the world. <laughs> So for you guys to give like a different perspective is like completely different from mine. Yeah. 
like I come from New York City, like some of the best best athletes come from New York City, but of course, they don't a lot make, of people. They don't make it to college. Scouts don't go out there. Yeah, you know it's hard to transition a street ball player into a whistle ball player. Yeah, like it's two different games. Not only that, from an aspect of playing, because obviously you played sports in in college and obviously yes, in high sir. school. Yes, sir. You've transitioned like I kind of alluded to that video edit, uh, video creation and video content yeah in sports and not only in sports but uh cars and businesses and, mm-hmm. and just kind of as branding and as we were alluding to with the entertainment but from your perspective talk to me a little bit about that playing aspect you know from high school and college and now capturing the game from maybe a, yes. a different perspective yeah. for you um well i mean when you play sports your entire life it's it's kind of easy to like always have like a love for it even if you're not playing anymore yeah Sure. You know, it's just like naturally you're always like in a competitive atmosphere so like as you get older you know with work like you're always trying to make it to the top and be the best version of yourself but then when it comes to sports you're always you know interested yeah, yeah. Sports you know, are different fire like, I know a lot of people growing up that were never into sports and never played sports but at, like you know they never grow to love the game but yeah. like the people who, and people who don't play sports but just watch sports their entire life like they're well versed on the topic. Like referees, as well. and but coaches. Yeah, yeah, but everybody, yeah, really, yeah. But um, for the most part, it's just like I've just always enjoyed, you know, competition and like, you know, like that that atmosphere of like everyone's trying to make it to the top, and that's like what football kind of gave me. Um, just gave me an opportunity to like take out everything that like I was dealing with like when I was young and just like ball out. You know what I'm saying? When it comes to like. Uh, Content creator, right? Because, like, you're a master of what you do. Like, your, your work is, like, top-notch. And I'm going to give you your flowers for sure a hundred times. Appreciate it, yeah. For but, sure. like, how do you transition from, like, being on the field to now, like, all right, I have to switch my <coughs> roles and try to capture a moment? Like, do you put yourself in the player's shoes, like, once again? Like, or just you just put yourself in full-on camera mode? Like, how do you transition yeah, to that? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, well, like, in my experience, like, I was always undersized playing football. Yeah. So I was just built on speed. You know, like, all of high school football, I played wide receiver and defensive back, and then I returned kicks and punts. Yeah. Like, I was back. That was, I was yeah. yeah. And my favorite yeah. thing to do was to return kicks and punts. Of course, yeah. <laughs> because it, it's it to all speed. <laughs> yeah, as long as you get the ball in open space, like, it's just you run Go as by. fast as yeah. you can. And, like, I led the league and kick return yards my sure. senior year of high school. But that was the only stat I let in because, you know, my coaches didn't really throw me the ball offensively. But I was still able to, like, get looks and offers from, like, smaller schools, like yeah, Divi- sure. Division three schools. I didn't get anything Division two or one, But yeah. obviously Division threes can't give you, like, athletic scholarships. But the schools that I was working with were, like – they were getting me more money to to push me to go to school yeah. there and also yeah. like football. So it was it wasn't an athletic scholarship, but there are ways like to like work around it. Yeah. But um yeah, I played the game like at like a really fast pace because that was like my only option otherwise. So like, otherwise I was going to get absolutely destroyed. Yeah. So, you know, cause, So when you record and like you're trying to capture a shot is like that one thing that you're trying to capture like the speed of an athlete or the speed of the game. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> like playing like being so used to the game being like fast and like that that's like what I I enjoy like intensity and like speed yeah. like I've found like a pretty healthy mix between you know obviously like faster pace like mixtapes and videos and like really like energetic feelings and vibes yeah, yeah. to like a video basically like recreating like any, like any athlete that I'm working with you know any sport like recreating that moment for them and making it hype but I've also been like, really, like, interested in, like, cinematic stuff, so, like, slower-paced, like, slower frames, high frame rate, like, video, but, like, slower music, and just, like, a vibe to it, and also mixing the two. You capture everything. So, yeah, so, like... Slow down the game for everyone. Yeah, and, like, slowing down the game, like, using, like, visual art, and, like, using, um, you know, that kind of way of expressing, like, a moment that happened in someone's life is, like, a good way for me to, like, relive that moment I had in my life. Like, playing football and being, like involved like with all that competitiveness yeah. it, it all like ended you know one day but you know just naturally i'm grateful for, like, different level of the game, yeah i yeah. can yeah i can always say like i made it to the college level 
Like I was the one or two percent yeah. of high school athletes that like one percent that got and I started my freshman year. I kicked yeah. return and punt return, and I got reps at uh, wide receiver. Shout out, shout out, McDaniel College. Hey, and go, you go, let go in one of your, your categories of what you do. You like a punt return, <clears throat> kick return, and like yeah, you can literally <clears throat> say you're like I was the best at one of the positions that I played in that year. Yeah. Like, and, like, a lot of people that I work with, like, don't even realize, like, that, like, I play a sport. Like, I'll, I'll tell them, like, I play football. That's because your work is so good. It's like, yeah. you wouldn't think, like, yo, this guy's content creating this yeah. so far. Like, and I'm also not, like, 6'3", jacked, like, type of football player. I was, yeah. I was a smaller football player, but when I tell them that, like, then they, like, it makes sense. Yeah. Like, oh, that's why you film sports. Like, you're, you only... play sports. Like, you did play sports. Like, you understand. Yeah. It. Like, yeah. Like I, like, I feel like I have an emotional connection to, like, yeah. like filming sports, like, better than, like, anyone else. I just, I'm still working on the editing aspects. Of course. You know, I'm so far behind, like, the better creators out here who do make, like, sports highlights. Like, I'm so far behind them. But, like, I, like, mentally, I know I'm, like, ahead of them. Yeah. It's just I got to keep learning how to edit. Yeah, I need to, you know, learn how to make, like, higher-quality video mm -hmm. and film and, like, really find a way to, like... And not only that, it's, like, when your content becomes better... Like, you have better models and better athletes to work with. Yeah. So yeah. the content is better. Like, there's a difference between recording a D1 player than recording someone who's in the league. Like, all right, I can record you, create some great content for you, and it will look dope. But there's someone at a higher level, higher level than you that's doing way better than you. Yeah. And not taking away from the D1 college player. Because, no. you know, you're still playing... At the highest level, there's levels to it, like yeah, you said. but there's levels. So it's like, yep. yeah, for me sure. record me following a D one player for two weeks is different for me. Yep, following an NFL player for two weeks. So like the content would definitely be better. Not saying that you know the D one player is not gonna give you those big plays or those wow factors like oh holy shit like I caught that. But just the you know it's, it's a, a different level. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Collegiate. Not only that, I think it's interesting how you said you know. Kick return, punt return. That's for me. That's the most exciting play of the game. So I for think sure. like if that's, that's the most exciting the play, game. yeah, that's the most exciting. That's the most entertaining play of the game for you to be able to create that now on a video uh, content creating platform. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. For I sure, guess yeah. I would ask. So did you get into just creating videos off of sports, or was that? Uh, yeah, the first or the yeah the first few times. No, the first few times that I spent like filmed were for sports, but it was little side gigs for yeah. like. Uh, sports performance trainers and then like yeah. I started going to like practices and then working with some high school athletes yeah. you know like middle school to high school and then like I started working in a college and then yeah. um, I eventually went to this past year I think it was around October I was at Keene University in New Jersey and Kyrie Irving had his that's awesome his more than a run I that's mean, awesome yeah, shout, shout out to more than a run whole team there like it's an organization that's basically built to like like give opportunities to kids and who play basketball yeah. and like you know work towards scholarships and then this and the third but anyway Kyrie Irving had this event and like that was my first time shooting like professional basketball players yeah like Emmanuel Hansel That's was awesome. there yeah. Kyrie Irving he's a shout star. out Kyrie Jersey yeah. right here shout out Emmanuel he's from New York City Dominican kid so yeah. but he made his first three point shot today Really? Game, yeah, his That's career, awesome. First three point shot. Shout out Kyrie, though. One, bro, yeah. The kid Doing is a great. bandit, bro. For you to have one arm and play at the level that he yeah. plays at. Yeah, no, he, he, he got a call to alley oop from someone. It wasn't from Kyrie that game, but like, I, I have it on footage. Like, I have raw footage of Emmanuel Hansel getting an alley-oop dunk awesome. in a, in a pro-am. Oh, bless In, it. in a awesome. summer league. Not a summer league, but a, a you, summer pro-am. You captured history, bro. Yeah. What he's doing probably will never be done again. Yeah, that's insane. At the level that he's playing at with one arm, bro, is insane. Like, that's amazing. You literally can't guard him one-on-one, -on -one and he only has one arm. And he's going up there dunking on everybody. He's blowing past everybody with one arm. Yeah, so for, for you that game, I was, that, yeah, I was sitting there. That's dope. I was bro. on the baseline for that that's game. Sick. You know, like, and <laughs> mind you, mind you, I didn't have a media pass or anything. I just had my camera, and I looked like I was supposed to be there. Mm. So, like, yeah. the security, yeah, like, let me through. And mind you, security was telling behind the lines that me, I walked right out onto that. I was like, yo, I'm, I'm like, not only did I just shake Kyrie, uh, Kyrie Irving's hand uh, 20 minutes prior to this moment, like, I left the stadium. Like, I started leaving because Kyrie wasn't supposed to play, play in the Pro-Am. Like, I knew the Pro-Am was going to happen, yeah. but, like, 
Apparently he like doesn't usually play in those like yeah. summer league games and like stuff like he that. He probably played in Drew League. Like, yeah, he, he times, Yeah, but... he very rarely ever plays in those. That's amazing. So it's I was already on the way out. People were leaving, and then all of a sudden, like there was rumor going around that he was gonna play. That's uh... so like I start. I got a phone call from my boy Wyatt. Shout out Wyatt. Yo, he, Wyatt's a monster yeah. too. I I got a phone call from from this man Wyatt, and he was like, "Yo, like Kyrie's playing. Like you should come back in." And yeah. I was like, "What?" So I'm I'm outside. I run my ass back into the freaking into the university. I freaking walk out to the court, and this this is the moment where I yeah. was like, I was assessing like, "Oh, they got this blocked off. Like yeah. this is legit. Like so I'm gonna have to, I have to do whatever I can to get baseline with yeah, my see, see consistency and like that attitude is what gets yeah. people to the next level. <laughs> That's like, amazing. You can't yeah. be scared, bro. No, cause I was happened. I was scared. My and mind you, I'm sitting I'm sitting baseline of the game, right? And all of a sudden. Uh, this other photographer that was to my left, he goes, "Hey, yo, Wop!" I look to my right. He points out Fetty Wop. Fetty Wop <laughs> is sitting literally 15 feet to my right, in wow. the bleachers with, with his two security guards chilling at the game, pro am game. Bro, there's nothing. Better Fetty like... Wop to my right, Kyrie Irving in front of me, balling out. Every the the stands are filled. The, like the stadium is huge. Bro. That's awesome. Yeah, it, it, was... It, it it was like it, it wasn't like a full round rounded stadium. The bleachers went up on on parallel sides, but I mean they went up far. It was a big it was stadium. That's yeah, awesome. and like That's there awesome. was mad people there. And as soon as the game started, like you could just feel the energy shift. Yeah. Yeah, it's sure. like you were witnessing something that like was <laughs> great. <laughs> and I did right. Like I literally witnessed greatness. That's awesome. And then Fetty Watt was right there on my right. <laughs> That's but amazing. That's, that's what's great about like cinematography and all that. Is like you capture history. Yeah, you get put in a position. Moment, bro. Yeah, and not yeah. only that is like you have the responsibility of capturing that moment from only your perspective. Like, mm. how do you want to see that shot? Yeah. How would you like this to roll out in the next five to ten years? Like, I capture this moment. This was particularly from my vision, not how I wanted to see it. Because everyone, there's thousands of cameras there. Yeah. Yeah. No. I mean, like, honestly, your vision is your vision. There was probably at least twenty. Like to twenty five like content creators there or video filmers photographers like but it started <clears throat> the event started with just one v ones so it was just half court and all the one v ones were running and there was only probably like fifteen twenty of us and then all of a sudden Kyrie Irving pulls up to one v ones and like he's coming around saying what's up to everybody. Like, around the 1v1s, like, I met this man, I shook his hand. I didn't really get to say nothing to him, because there was mad people around him. Yeah. And, like, he had security and this, that, and the third. But after the the 1v1s were done, (laughs) like, people started flooding in, because there was, like, another game that went on first. There was, like, a college, like, uh, uh, like, league game or whatever, and then the the program. Then it was, yeah, the Rising Stars were out. And, awesome. and then it was a promo where Emmanuel Hansel came out, Kyrie Irving. That's like, awesome. Bro, it was it was intense. Like, the energy was, like... And you could see this on your Instagram? Uh, this yeah, is yeah, like, I have... Um, show that handle out there. Throw that handle out there. Yeah, check out, out. Directed by Jaren. Shout out to G. Check, so, that, check that out that's on Instagram. I have a that's awesome. You. So, if you were to choose one sport to be the best at your craft, would you choose basketball or would you... Football. I I honestly coming from a football background, if you would have asked me a year ago, I would say football. But I pay a lot of attention to how the NFL runs, like their like their content creation mm. leads and like all the pe- all their like PR filmers. Yeah. No, not their PR, like all their filmers and like how like how oh, the okay, content yeah, yeah. looks and like everyone that films for the NFL who's on these creative media teams for each individual organization, they're fire. Yeah. They they're a great camera people. Like and like the content looks insane but i feel like it's reaching a point where everyone's kind of making like the same kind of content you know like trending audio is a huge thing for instagram reels right now and that's like how you boost your engagement on your page and that's how you grow and everyone's taking the same trending audios and putting them on videos that they're shooting with high quality sony's with picture profiles Basically, they're, everyone's starting to shoot just amazing, like, quality content, but, like, kind of, like, the same do you think, style. Do you think it's good for the space of content? Mm-mm. Or you think it dilutes it? That's why... I think it dilutes it. That's, that's How so? why... How so? I'm that, actually interested to know why. Be, because I feel like... Like, I don't know. Like, I came up in content creation, like, specifically looking up to, like, one person, and that was, like, Wyatt. 
Like, I was paying attention to every, like, other creator out there, like, seeing people's Y-I-T content supporting Yeah, why underscore Y-I-T underscore. Check him out, he's fire. His name's Wyatt. Um, he, he's just, like, he is so insanely creative with every single video that he made. Every single midi- video that he's ever yeah, made has been fire. That's awesome. No, he, yeah. It's he, ridiculous. And not only like that, the audio tracks that he throws on it is fire. Yeah. It'd be like some music. I was like, damn, that's and fire. that's why that's, that's why I respect why it's game so much is because he does something that's different. You can't match his intensity. No. You can you know do effects like him and edits and masking and keyframing, and you you can do the same kind of sound effects and, and kind of color grade and correct the same. But like, there's no way that you can. Like, I, I'm convinced that no one could ever yeah. like re, like uh, like reciprocate his work yeah. ever. Like he's yeah. just that talented, and there's like a lot of people out here that are making content that looks like a lot of other people's, yeah, yeah. which is fine. I respect anybody that goes out of the way to do anything creatively with the yeah. camera because it's really difficult. No, but it is for sure. But to answer your question, I just wish, like, I wish football was like that. People were more creative with like their storytelling. Not um, only that, it's like with in the NFL, per se. Like, there's a lot of creators that just work individually with uh, like players. Like Derek Spencer, he's um he's Kyler Murray's like filmer, videographer, and photographer, and he does like a lot of like cool storytelling, like good shit, like good stuff with with yeah. Kyler. But I would never want to be like an NFL team's content creator because I feel like it would just be like cookie. it'd be a great opportunity. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? But I don't know. I feel like I I have more enjoyment in my life uh, like doing like more personal stuff, I, working I, with people one on one. You know what, what I'm saying? Say to you and there, telling the like, story. Football is much harder to grasp, not to grasp, but to like capture those moments because there's not a lot of one-on-one matchup. Plus the fact the lighting, there's a there's lot of so things many, going on yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. Not only that, it's like everything. there's so many players on the field, right? Yeah, hundred percent. So there's so many things going on, and in football, your job is to create. How would I not create? But your job is to basically make the next man next to your job easier. Like what you do affects everyone across the line. So, like, if one wide receiver doesn't run his route, the whole play's messed up. Yeah. Basketball is, give me the rock, you got me one-on-one, everybody move to the side. It's a show. Mm. You don't really get that in football unless yeah. it's, like, a one-on-one. Um, yeah, yeah, but at the same time. coverage. No, I, like, I, I agree with you, but, like, at the same time, like, I'd much rather watch, like, I'll watch football all day over basketball. But when it comes to filming, like, I, I've just found more enjoyment in basketball. But that's just because, like, I looked up to, like, I continuously look up to Wyatt. Yeah. So much in his work continues to inspire me. Yeah. So it's like I'm trying to reach that level, like, that yeah. he's on. And not necessarily yeah. work one-on-one with, like, an NBA player, but. Like I want to, I want to be able to create like videos like at a pace where like no one else could even match like how yeah, creative yeah. my you style is. Can't duplicate is. it. Yeah, yeah. You it's know, that so that's what I'm working towards yeah, right like now. But yeah, like I, I would much rather like if I had to choose between like shooting ones for it, definitely be basketball. I just think like not as dope that you right. actually give him a lot of credit and you give him his roses because in a space where you guys you know are trying to make it like. It's hard to find names of a great content creator like yeah, because yeah. everybody hard. thinks like Cole Bennett like yeah. obviously you know yeah, yeah, yeah. shout really out Cole know. Bennett shout out Cole yeah. Bennett on the pod and, and not, not for nothing like these guys are are handling a, a profile so say like you do the content for a particular basketball player this player has two four five million followers like you're responsible for creating his craft his work and put it on film like that's not an easy job and yeah, a lot of not. those guys don't get the credit. Yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of expectations that come like along with like being a content creator and depending on the position like a couple not not too long ago I was in a position where I was working with um, a specific client that was convinced that you know me putting my credits or like him you know at like tagging me in the post was going to be detrimental to him and his brand and like that's, that's foul. And that's that's like totally okay like if you know, you sign a contract with somebody and, like, the the idea is to only promote them, but it's, like, when you... It, it's just, like, it's hard. There's a lot of people that don't really get credit for, like, the work that they put in video-wise. Yeah. But it, it, is, it also is, like, there's a lot of expectations from, from people, you know? Yeah. Like, people, like... People will never not expect Wyatt to make a banger. Oh, like, I just paid Wyatt $300 to pull up to my, yeah. to my senior night of my high school basketball game. Like the video is gonna be fire, yeah. Like that, and that, and and you're gonna expect it to be that way. But it's like some people 
like no matter like what you do like it's you never might, good you might, yeah it, it's it'll never be good enough, enough for them but that expectation yeah, yeah it's yeah you gotta you gotta try and like you know meet the expectations that's of, why i say that job is, source is such a because you're providing power. a service to people exactly so, yeah. and then you have a different vision and they have a different vision it's it's amazing to think about like how like i said a couple things were like with sports you know Instagram and seeing athletes, you know, especially NFL players post most of the highlight players, Odell, Saquon, you know, they have a fire audio track, some sick highlight reels. And now to see you be able to, you know, promote that, do content of that nature and promote it on a different, you know, level yeah. inspire and continue to grow. That's just awesome to me. That's yeah, like, my, that's my just, goal is that's, to like, that's so sweet my goal is to, to bridge that. the gap. Like between not only an athlete at a pro level, yeah, but yeah, and every, yeah, yeah, and, and that's not, awesome. Yeah, like I like right now I'm working with like, uh, like the women's lacrosse team. That's St. Yeah, Joe's, St. Right? Joe's. You know what I'm saying? Like, too. I was yeah, yeah, thank you. Congratulations to you and, it's and like, Billy. Shout out, yeah, to yeah, yeah. Shout out, shout out to St. Joe's. We'll we'll w- cover w- a little w- more w- of this at, on the uh on. Under, underground podcast. Underground podcast. Yeah, yeah, we don't yeah, want to yeah. give away too much, but just a little. Yeah, we're, we're not gonna us. give away too much, but it's like I'll I'll do yeah. I'll, I'll take opportunities even like that just to get better. Like if I could tell that the story of this season that they're about to have because they're coming off being champions, like we'll be good. Not only that, it's like I don't know. I just for some reason it keeps going back to like the responsibility of like really. It's like when you give someone like it's like like a like a what like a wedding planner, right? You have to take the time and effort and skill and craft to like make someone's the biggest day of their life yeah extravagant in your film and your content. That shit is not easy, bro. No. Imagine putting your blood, sweat, tears into this shit, right? And then the person tells you like, "That's not what I was looking for." Or, yeah, oh, yeah, it, like yeah. That. It can be. That's um, a shitty feeling, bro. It can be discouraging, but for sure. Like my advice that I would give to anyone is, like, you can safeguard that situation, like as long as you promise someone, like, like I'll always, like, if you don't like the video the first time, I'll re-edit it one time, yeah. included. <laughs> but anytime after that, now you know, time is money. You know, I uh, it's it's true. just like I can't continue to keep working on this. Like especially with me, my personality. Like a- after I'm done with the video, like I'm on to the next. Like I'm always trying to like keep hustling, like get more projects and do shit. I like, have another question for you because like my mind is just keep running with all this content stuff. So you spoke about Kyrie, right? And you had a you know a time and you shared a moment with him there, and you got was able to capture a particular moment in his career. So if Kyrie were to come well, before Kyrie were to come up to you. You get to where you want to be in your content creator. Where you mentioned earlier, where you said, "I want to be able to create my work and people off the rip." Like mm. that's his shit. Like mm-hmm. I know who made that. Video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So mm. you've made it to this point, right? Like your your content, your style, your niche is like already at the top of his game, and everyone can recognize it. And you have Kyrie come up to you, like, "Yo, listen, I like your work. I would like you to create a video for me, but I want you to create it." my way I want you to film this way and I feel that way and try to capture this and try to capture that which goes against maybe the way you which goes yeah. exactly you're leading right into I my see where question. you're going <laughs> which goes into like not what you particularly like to do or not particularly like what you're really good at do hmm. you still take that project or do you say like listen I want to continue doing what I do and building my craft the way I see things like respect me for my vision how, how would you handle that uh well I mean I feel like I'm kind of handling that right now like right like I have like two part time positions and it's full con- full time content creation I'm working for companies that have a vision and have a direction I mean obviously like I have like a lot of leeway when it comes to the creative side of things but obviously like to be like to survive in this industry you have to be like adaptable you have to be a sponge and you have to be able to like work with people. So I might have all the ideas for a vision, but like I have to be willing to listen to you or Mike. Like if you yeah, guys, sure. if you guys have input on like a project for like an opening video for the yeah. podcast or something, like you want to, you want to include this shot. Maybe I didn't want to include it, but you yeah. want it in the shot. Yeah. You're paying me to help you recreate this moment, this vision, and like obviously, like you just have to be able to work with people. Yeah. You know, but I mean, especially if, like somebody if, like if Kyrie Irving himself. like walked up to me and, and, and told me that he wanted to, to work with me, first of all, I don't, I don't even think I'd be standing. Like I probably <laughs> would, I'd probably fall over like before, 
Like, because you have to understand, like, that he's one of the greatest of all time. Facts. You know what I'm saying? It's, it just, it doesn't make sense to not be excited in that moment, but I don't know. I feel like respectfully, like, I'm 100% taking that offer, you know, because I, I know how good of a person Kyrie Irving is, and I would love yeah, yeah, to work with sure. him. So I would, even if, like, he wanted to do all the creative direction, like, bro, as long as I have the camera in my hand, like, I'm still going to be able to call some yeah. type of shot. He doesn't know how to adjust aperture ISO and keep the shutter <laughs> speed at the right. He just, like, he just needs somebody to actually put the, vi- like, put the vision into, into check, into reality with the technology. It's, you know, of course for, I'm taking that off. Because for me, it's like, if I see a content creator, I'm like, yo, his shit is fire. His shit is dope. Like, if I'm asking you to work with me, mm. I'm giving you 100% creative control. Because I know what you're capable of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it is, there's a fine line where Jonah's like, all right, I want all your work, but I want all my vision. It's like, yeah. There's a balance. Yeah, it gets, there's it definitely gets a balance. I don't, I, don't, I don't get a lot of people like that either. Most people, most people be, that I've worked with have been willing to just let me Because you build yourself. You establish yourself. Yeah. Yeah. You establish that, that skill. Feel me? But yeah. I don't yeah. know. It just, it just comes down to like, Creating content is so fucking hard, bro. And I <laughs> feel like it's a dog eat dog world. I feel out like here. you guys don't get enough credit for what the fuck you do, bro. It's like yeah. not anybody can pick up a camera, not anybody can open up a laptop and sit there for two, three hours, taking three hours worth of footage and turning it into a one minute video mm-hmm. of a masterpiece. That's hard as hell, bro. Yeah, I, I totally agree. As with any art. Or you know any any form of art or craft that you're trying to like get better at every single day, like it's it's difficult. But it's like, bro, if you love what you do, then like honestly, fuck it. Yeah, you yeah, for sure, hundred percent. Like, I'm never not enjoying like being, especially like with sports. I'm never not enjoying being at being that event. There. Yeah, especially because like a lot of time, like people like show you love. Like nowadays, because like when they see you with a camera, it's like uh, especially if they know you have a nice camera. And you're not just there, like, doing a wide-angle shot at the top of the bleachers <laughs> for film study. Like, yeah. no, you got a high-quality camera that it's zoomed in. It's got nice bokeh, like, nice like nice motion blur. You know, and and you know how to create content. Like, And then people, like, catch on to that, and they know that's who you are. Yeah, they like, they're, like, pe- like, you start to, like, get love from people. Because right you're, you're giving them exposure. Like, when you, when you make videos for them, when you make highlights for people, you're giving them exposure. When, right. and, and for, like, athletes that aren't Division One and aren't professional athletes, that means the world nowadays, especially with name, image, and likeness. Yeah, because yeah, one video can change your life. Yeah, and, yeah, and people are now able to profit and do more sponsorships and brand deals. So it's just like... Yeah. It's more space for you yeah, guys. Yeah, I'll have random people hit me up. Well, I, I have a deal with, you know, so-and-so, this clothing brand for this, and I play football here at this school. Like, mm. can you make me a video for this? Yeah. You know, it's Is just any- like... One video could change somebody's life. Right. You yeah. and that also, that... that that is there any type of content that you haven't worked on that you would like to tap into? Yeah, music videos. Music videos? Yeah. I think I'm gonna fuck. I think I'm gonna fucking spaz on. That would be videos. awesome. Let, let the record show. I I think, I I think once oh, I start to get into music videos, yeah, that would be it's awesome. over. Cause I watch a ton of music videos. Yeah. But it's like when I'm watching them, I'm not doing it for entertainment. You're I'm just like, I'm like a visual. Sponge. You're like, how can I do like, that? I'll watch like Lil Durk's videos. Yeah. Like shout out Jerry Productions, Jerry P. Yeah, he's a beast. Videographer for Lil Durk. Carter Lil Visions Spire. too. Carter Cole Visions. Bennett, Carter Visions. Yeah. Like I watch who, all these guys. Filmed? Drew filmed it. Like that's that's NLE. Drew Cha- filmed it. Yeah. Drew That's NLE Chapa's. Yeah. Uh, cameraman like. Then not even Cameron. These are directors. These people are, are telling the story of some of the most famous and and most popular people in the Notorious world. I'm always watching their videos. I'm trying to make a fire music video. So, uh, yeah, what I was gonna ask you, or make music videos in general. Like I would love to. Who, who shot Little Uzi's video for um, the song he did in New York? Oh, uh, for I just want to rock. Just wanna I just want to rock. rock. Yeah. <laughs> Whoever I, shot I that, I don't was know who filmed fire, that. Yeah, yeah, they killed that. That was they, a fire they, they really video. I was gonna around. say, uh, we really have a uh, not much new music has dropped to start the new year. Either. Oh, Trippy's bum ass album. Yeah, we're not even gonna talk about that. Trippy, Trippy, <laughs> that album was so bad. We got a couple good songs on there. It's like three songs, but you gave us thirty five tracks. Yeah, we're I know. All the he, top list. He dropped a Chris Brown album. On yeah, you had little baby. <laughs> yeah, but Chris Brown wanted to drop an album that like he had Travis. Chris Brown drops fire. Travis. Yeah, but he no, he dropped so many songs in every album. I know. Yeah, all the time, <laughs> like the twenty four track album. Yeah, like, bro. I know, but Travis. Yeah, shout out Chris Brown. Yeah, shout out Chris Brown. Yeah, shout Travis. out Trippy, but just yeah, album. I don't know. 
Who, nah, that was terrible. You have Travis. Yeah, Dirk, little baby, Future, Dirk. Little Baby, yeah. Oh, Kodak was on Kodak there. Kodak Black, like, come Who on, you dropped the bag. That was that was terrible. But besides that, I don't think there's any new music out. Oh, yes, Ice Spice. Let's talk about her. Oh, her, my god. Her album is fire, but you guys can say whatever you want. Shit is fire, bro. Like, that Ice, album made Ice, me shake Ice. my shoulders more than... <laughs> it's catchy, I guess. Yeah, it is catchy. But little TJ hopped on that, so yeah, shout out to TJ. But Ice, not, spice. Not, Ice Spice! Not too much music has what? dropped in the new year, and uh, I guess that was why we wanted to have a, a special guest on tonight. Yeah, for sure. No. And uh, this we is just a preview. Just this is a preview, because if you check out, like we said, coming soon. On the, on the crown, we're going to have more of these, like, yeah? where we just sit down, all our friends, you know, all our business partners, and we're just going to sit down and just conversate, bro. Like, uh-huh. this platform, not only that platform, but this platform is, like, creating a platform for... For you to basically like network with your friends and like put your friends on a platform where they can, you know, show their talent, show their work, like show their projects, like tell people and, and promote what they're working on and trying to do. Because you know, only only people that get the credit is the people that like really made it already. Like yeah. us, like still at the bottom of at the pit, you know, trying to get to the top is like they've done not, a lot, but not enough. Gonna so we're rec- gonna give them the crown. Yeah, we're not gonna get yep. the recognition. So I'm out here just trying to crown my friends, bro. Because if so We're not going to crown each other. Who else is, yeah. bro? They're only going to crown you when you're on the top. And Jaron and Billy, Yo, the birthday the boy. Time, happy yeah, birthday, yeah. Billy. Shout out to Billy. Yo, Bill, what's up? <laughs> they will be the first I'm guest good, on... Bill, uh, Bill, Bill walked into the stool real quiet with his laptop. Like, if he was at school for like seven hours. But his Jordan slides. Like, yeah, like that. <laughs> Yo, shout out to Bill and his Jordan slides. <laughs> Some birthday weekend for the kids. The most fire Jordan slides ever made to mankind. But we're going to have him on the next show, so... We just here cooking up, yo, yep. Jaren. I appreciate you coming through. Yes, yeah. sir. Thank you for having me. Love it. You guys are always welcome. Like, if you know anybody that want to come up here, like in the mix of mic or on their either one, bro. Underground it's, it's podcast. The same, it's the same platform. The only difference is in the mix of mic is more sports related. Yep. And then underground is more like personal. Yeah. Personal, like what you're working on, like what you craft. But we try to blend the two. Yeah, it's, it's the same thing, bro. Two platforms, just trying to put our friends out there to the map, to the to the masses, because. Ain't nobody gonna crown us with us. Jose? Throw it up in the ends. Up in the stuck. You know it. Live audience out.